Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the American School of Warsaw, the director's desk. I'm John Zerfle, your director, coming at you for my third iteration of a little bit of Facebook Live, trying to keep the community updated and involved in our day-to-day -day decision making. I see we've got a little over 20 people already online saying hello to each other. Thanks for the greetings, one and all. Uh, I'm enjoying getting started on this, and each iteration we try to improve a little bit moment by moment. I'm going to start with a little bit of presentation material, so hold on while I switch off and take you to the Facebook Live presentation. I've got lots of information to share with you tonight first, and uh, some of that, uh, the basics that we already know, and also embellish that with survey results that have, has been coming in um, over the last uh, day. Uh, thank you for all of you who contributed your comments and your insights. Uh, first of all, just a reminder uh, that we are at still uh, risk level four. Uh, we are closed until April 12th. I think you've seen the various government messages that have been coming out, including the ones yesterday that have put additional restrictions on um, everything that we're doing here. Uh, we're all trying to be very careful and cautious and hoping that together as a community through life isolation, uh, we'll manage this challenge and get back to school at the earliest opportunity possible. Uh, but that's just a summary, something you've seen before, nothing new there. Uh, I do want to talk about the survey a little bit tonight, and we'll start with uh, the grade levels and the response rate. We had 281 responses in less than 24 hours. And again, I want to thank everybody for jumping on that right away. We tried to make the survey as simple as possible, and this will be a weekly survey. We're looking for this to be uh, a connected survey that keeps giving up, getting back to you and getting information from you to make sure that we're staying on the right path. So thank you for those 281 responses, and we'll see if we can't raise those numbers and continue to grow it. You can see the distribution here across the different grade levels of the school in terms of the representation of the sample. Moving on, i start with just a simple one. Power School is providing access to critical information. Uh, we've got a strong agree category here, a little bit of strongly agree, a bit of neutrality on this, um, and just a little bit of concern about whether PowerSchool is meeting your needs. Again, if you're having any trouble with PowerSchool, we really want you to get in touch with us. Please do uh, contact the support line, contact the IT folks, uh, contact teachers uh, or uh, principals. Uh, do what you can uh, to... Uh, dig in and find uh, the information you need to try to improve your ability to use the interfaces that are available to you. Um, the question that just popped up in the in the chat, and I am monitoring that throughout the night tonight, and I'll try to keep track of things and hit every question, uh, but the presentation via email, I'll be happy to uh, connect that uh, to email in one of my morning messages, probably tomorrow will be fine. Uh, but also remember that this Facebook Live chat is being recorded tonight, and it'll be available on the Director's Desk uh, podcast feed, and I'll also provide links to that tomorrow as well. Moving on to the next question, I uh, wanted to check on internet connection at home. One of the Achilles heels of uh, virtual schooling is sufficient access at home. Uh, through devices as well as through the internet connection. And I know that families in particular with multiple children at home uh, are struggling the most with bandwidth at similar times. Uh, we've tried to address that through some of our schedule shifts. Uh, but generally, it looks like we've got a strong agreement that there is a good access uh, to the internet from home. Uh, we're really only dealing with about uh, 20% that may be having uh, neutrality or a little bit of problems with their internet connection. Again, reach out to us and we'll see if there's anything that we can do to assist you in improving your access uh, to the systems we have in play. Uh, the screen time is obviously the more important question of the hour, and this evidence is showing us that we do have a little bit of concern at the upper school. Of course, we just adjusted schedules, so it's a little early to say, and we're going to look at the results next week and compare week on week to see how we're doing. But you can see that we're really doing the norm curve with the screen time being just about right and generally in the middle. We're excited about that, that we've kind of called it pretty close. 
uh, in terms of the screen time and trying to make sure that it's a balance. Uh, we've got some high numbers at the upper school, but we've got a, got a good solid middle there as well. Uh, we'll keep working hard to see if we can uh, balance that even further for the kids and assure that the screen time is hitting that just right level. We know that we have to have screen time in an emergency like this. It's more than it would be if they were at school. That's natural and to be expected under the circumstances, but we want everyone to feel like it's just right. That is the, that is the temperament we're striving for. Learning engagements on a daily average for my children are, again, some strength in the just right. Uh, at elementary, we're scaffolding and adding some new components that may help us round out those that are feeling like the activities are a bit short. We added single subjects and a few other things this week, more things coming next week. So we may see these numbers again center in on the just right level. Upper school seems to be hitting uh, the right level in terms of learning engagement right now. And so we're really happy with that just right number uh, that upper school has achieved. On the receiving support, again, we're generally lending ourselves towards uh, an agreement. Uh, we've got a bit of disagreement at elementary, but again, single subjects are kicking in as well as EAL teachers and learning support teachers just this week for the first time. So it may be that we'll need a little bit more time to suss out whether we're hitting the right levels. Uh, we've got some stronger agreement at the upper school right now in terms of uh, in terms of what we're being able uh, to achieve. Uh, the current structure of the virtual day schedule, again, we've got some degree of agreement. Uh, the schedule is certainly being uh, considered at elementary with the additional components that are going to be added starting next week. Uh, now that may soften out some of those numbers. Uh, upper school seems to be pretty strong in alignment with the virtual day schedule. Uh, there's a note here about general screen time and screen time allotted to virtual learning. Yes, we know that this is a combined screen time. We're not looking at this as, uh, as trying to break it down into its to components. We may ask that question later in terms of homework time versus actual class engaged time once we've added some additional components to the framework. Uh, the communication, of course, is a key part of it. Again, uh, we're seeing a general good uh, agreement on this, a uh, little bit more strength at the elementary, but we still have a bit of a chunk down at the bottom, and we're going to be reaching out uh, to uh, families a little bit more down there and trying to connect and find out where we can assist and how we can help. We're ready to be able to partner with the school was a question we asked, and there was strong agreement from parents that uh, they were ready and willing to partner with us on this. Uh, there's a little bit of neutrality and a small amount of disagreement, but the, again, the idea is let's reach out to those segments and see if we can uh, latch on to it. There's a comment in the Facebook chat about not elementary issues. I don't think it's elementary issues. Again, we instigated elementary as a scaffolding ad components approach to make sure that we weren't overstretching elementary kids. We never intended, nor will we intend, to uh, make elementary be like upper school. Elementary has to be different for the age appropriateness, uh, for the screen time concerns that parents have expressed to us. Uh, again, for more of our folks, we're generally finding the right levels and we're going to continue honing in on that. But there still is a fairly strong agreement that we're hitting the stride and we're hitting the right numbers in the way in which we're addressing the different needs of elementary kids. Uh, the communication from ASW in general, it seems that everybody's pretty happy with that. The scale, again, is five is just about right. Uh, the top end is too, is, is too much. The bottom end is too little and uh, we're seem to be hitting in there, maybe a little bit more, but I'd rather default on the side of more communication rather than less in order to be able to uh, address the needs of the community uh, as information is coming to us fast and furiously. So at elementary level, let's talk about what's coming in uh, the days and weeks ahead. 
Uh, we've got Seesaw communication that's working well. We've got plenty of evidence in Seesaw uh, that there's plenty of uh, communication and back and forth between student and teacher in the way that that platform is formatted. Uh, all the homeroom teachers will now start adding Zoom and Flipgrid access to connect students and teachers in more of a real-time context. Again, mediated to make sure we don't overdo the screen time, but an opportunity to have that real-time connection. And Flipgrid acts, adds the additional component of student-to-student -student sharing of work, which has been limited in Seesaw because the pathway is primarily between uh, the teacher and, uh, the, uh, and the student without other students being involved. So more of a direct relationship to start the program. Home learning menus will continue to be shared for afternoon work, ensuring students have screen-free options as requested. Uh, single subjects, additional languages, EAL, learning support, and counselors are all providing scheduled activities for their learners this week and will continue that. And the above staff are also commenting and working with students in Seesaw each afternoon when homeroom teams are planning. Uh, I got a couple of questions up. Eventually, summer classes in case the situation is normalized. Uh, we do have a summer school planned, uh, but as I've said in previous uh, Facebook Live events, we're not looking at extending the school year at this stage. Uh, we are hopefully at a stage where we can get back to school before the end of the school year. But a lot of that is, is way too far out for us to make those decisions yet. So we're going to uh, get a sense of this as we get closer to April 12th and, of course, government decisions uh, that will drive some of our thinking and decision-making. Uh, we've got a daughter, third grade, with 30 minutes of academic education. That's not meant to be 30 minutes, and there is meant to be a mix of activities provided by the teacher. Uh, we know that it's difficult with kids at elementary, but we have evidence to support that many kids are doing a great job of extending their learning, moving from activity to activity, being creative and building and, and doing things above and beyond. And so they're, they're going to continue to add and add activities to it, uh, but it definitely should start rounding out at a day that has a sequence of activities that would also include a healthy amount of reading and interacting with parents and connecting with family things. Again, elementary can't look like upper school. Um, and you're not just getting assignments. You're getting interaction with the teacher. You're getting uh, content that's get given out. We're asking for the creativity and the insight and the inquiry mode that's consistent with our elementary program. So it's really important to understand that there's plenty there that kids can build on, can expand on, and can continue to do with lots of break times in between throughout the day to make sure that we're not overly increasing that screen time and we're not overly emphasizing academics at a difficult time like this. We really need to be thinking balanced approach for elementary and lots of time with parents as our partners working with kids to expand on what they're doing, to be creative, and to develop what they're doing. The little or greater time spent on things is very different for each kid. And so it's very hard to pin a particular amount of minutes or time. But feedback to teachers, feedback to the survey, and there will be more things that will be scaffolded as kids become capable of doing them. And again, all of this is going to be very different for each kid and for each child and for different ways in which they're approaching their learning. The interaction between teachers and kids, again, will expand. The Zoom meetings with having whole classes together, interacting with the teacher and the teacher's age, aid will be kicking off next week. Flipgrid allows more student-to-student -student interaction on work that they're doing in class, more collaborative work, uh, ability to see things that are developing. So it will really, again, develop holistically, and the teachers will respond to students' needs within the context of this. Plus, again, the, the, the single subjects and the languages and the EAL and learning support and some of the counselor activities will help add to this fabric as well. Um, there's a question about reintegration, and we're planning that right now. 
hopefully we'll have a sense of what that timing will look like uh, well in advance. And so we'll have uh, a process where we'll consider how school will be opening. And that'll be based on uh, a reverse risk matrix. Basically, what conditions and what criteria do we have to satisfy? Do we bring everybody back at once? Uh, or are we going to staged approach? How might we manage that? Those are all questions that are to be answered. And we're definitely working on that. Okay, we've got a few other comments back and forth on screen time. Um, let's keep moving on the interaction aspect of this later, but let me do an update on upper school. Um, the revised upper school schedule seems to have helped align lunches across the three schools. There is less time on screens for students, and so we are connecting that and trying to make that work. We have the individual study time for catching up and extending learning without extending more into the evenings. We've added the flex time for kids and for teachers to connect with each other and support. Uh, also, with the Braille schedule, we continue the following learning support. ELL teachers are able to join classes. Students are collaborating and parents are able to support their children on the, in following a daily schedule that has a definite beginning and end. Upper school, the unknowns of IB and some of their other components are connecting as well. We're still trying to get answers from the IB, which we won't have until the 27th. Uh, seniors and the plan for ending their learning is developing. We are answering those questions and will be coming out with some definitive in information on that. And finally, um, some minor schedule changes to remind you that we are postponing teacher-parent-teacher conferences and that were originally scheduled for April 6th, obviously, and we're looking at uh, whether, whether and when we'll reschedule those. But April 6th and 7th will be regular school days for upper school, so watch for those changes. Let's see. Um, let's go to a couple of questions here. Um, there was a question, and actually I think I can show this. A uh, question was asked about whether I've been reviewing uh, information communicated to ES kids. And yes, I've been walking through a lot of information that all the classes are sharing. I have access to uh, specific classes uh, across all the grade levels. So you can see all of the content that I've been looking at and listening to, kids' presentations, work with their parents. Um, all of those are things that I review on a regular basis as well as our uh, Google Classrooms. So I'm there in multiple classrooms uh, working with kids as well. Let's see. Uh, hopeful reintegration. Let's see. I want to just make sure I cover some of these questions and then I'll go into the last bits here. Um, more parents in terms of partnering. Yes, we agree with that. And we're going to start scheduling in some more information to parents about things that they can do and how they can support their kids more effectively. And of course, our teachers and counselors are going to become more available to you so that they can interact with you uh, in more detail on your kids' needs. And certainly, particularly EAL and learning support teachers are going to be reaching out to you directly. They have already. Uh, they've sent many emails to people trying to make sure uh, that they have what they need and anything that they need to be um, understanding. Uh, the question on Zoom video conferencing, we're using it now at upper school. It gets launched next week in elementary, so look for that. I was in training sessions with elementary staff today uh, to get them up on it, and they were uh, learning a lots and getting uh, that all scheduled for next week. So they're ready to rock on that. Um, thank yous, appreciate the thank yous and appreciate the backdrop, really appreciate it. Um, Let's see, an hour dedicated and time with teachers relative to teaching and learning. I don't know about the time frames, but definitely we want to increase the, the real-time interaction between teachers and their children in elementary without going overboard. So look for that, and you'll have a chance next week on the survey again to give us an insight into... Um, what they're doing. And don't worry about responses to everything. We, of course, we can't get to everything, but you saw from the chain I just went through that lots of responses are going back and forth between different individuals. Um, I, I want to speak to the parents with multiple kids. 
I do understand that it is different in different levels and that you're the ones most bombarded by this because you're trying to help multiple kids at the same time. And we're trying to get through that as best we can. We're trying to adjust to help you. Um, we're really trying to understand the situation through these surveys and through feedback loops with you, through events like this, through the chat channel, which we read and we walk, we watch. Um, we really do want to try to solve this, but we need to do it incrementally. For us to meet a specific group of needs over here and lose other parents on this side is, is not something that would be prudent or professional to do. So we're gonna take this incrementally. We're gonna add things, we're gonna test, we're gonna check with you, we're gonna add more things. We're gonna take some things away, we're gonna trade some things off. Maybe things that weren't working as much, we're gonna let go of. That's normal, prudent practice in a school where you're trying to do the best in a very new environment for all of us. It's not just you that are experiencing a new environment. All of our teachers are brand new to this and brand new to understanding what it means to take a class online. Upper school had kids doing quite a bit online already before we went into virtual school, so it was easier for them. Uh, but for elementary, this is not the way they do school. And we need to keep working on things like that. Um, so please give us some patience and give us some time as we continue to expand and be able to build things up um, in the days ahead. Uh, we are gearing up for the long haul, as we all should be. We don't know what's going to happen after April 12th, and we are honing our practice and our skills to make sure that we can serve your kids um, throughout. Um, I'm not sure about the specific questions on specific classes, but please feel free to reach out to teachers and ask them uh, if there's any concern about a single subject class or about a specialty class. Again, these are rotating on schedules with different grade levels, and so it may be you just haven't come to your day yet. It started this week. Uh, upper school, thank you. Uh, uh, let's see, fourth grader. Yeah, I know that the elementary kids, particularly with upper school kids in their home, are probably a bit jealous of that. That's okay. We'll get the Zoom up and running, and then they'll have some equal time. Uh, but again, without going over boundaries, we'll keep working on that, and we'll keep struggling with that. Um, we're not looking at doing any kind of third-party online courses for ES children. There's really no sense in that. Our staff are handling this. And again, with the incremental approach and with the additionals that we'll be adding, there's really no need for us to look at anything online, and particularly things that would increase screen time because that's just not prudent in the approach that we're taking. Let's see. There's a lot coming here fast and furious, so I'm trying to review these and make sure I hit them. Uh, grade 8, happy. Sixth grader, comfortable. Uh, Will they get to work on some assignments and have interactions together, 10-year-old? Yes, that's where Flipgrid and Zoom come in, is to get the, uh, the class, the student interaction time so that they can cross-collaborate. And again, I think you'll see the Zoom as a brilliant addition, and we'll do it across the board so that we'll get more of these things together. Uh, we've got uh, Pre-K-4, she feels connected and sees her teachers and enjoying the materials from her classroom. Uh, missing big time real life interactions, fifth grade, we understand that. We, we all want to be here at school there. Really, I'm sitting in a very lonely building right now and it's hard even for me to sit here and have this empty shell around me with only a few staff members that are keeping the lights on. So we understand the loneliness. Teachers as well are at home, uh, sometimes obviously dealing with their own kids if they have them, but uh, it's very lonely business right now while we're dealing with this crisis, and we do appreciate. Um, you know, somebody has said that the home learning activities like cook with parents, eating uh, dinner, uh, something we do in free time, but should not be part of learning activities. That's not true. We think that this partnership means ramping up some home activities where a learning connection can be made. So many of the activities that elementary teachers are putting out there are exactly about integrating 
school learning with home learning because that's the environment that the kids are in. We want them to be home, we want them to be comfortable, and we want them to capitalize on their environment. So many of these activities, and particularly the units of inquiry, speak to that and speak to the way in which we make a connection between home and the actual learned skills, the attitudes, the developmental understanding of things that we're striving to achieve. So please know that that's intentional. We want activities at home. Um, my my four-year-old Chinese nephews that I've posted a couple of videos about are doing things like folding clothes and doing chores that they otherwise would be at school and not doing on their own. But they're learning these skills and they're counting and they're embellishing it with colors and matching and sorting. These are all relevant elementary activities that are connected to learning and make learning real for kids. So please don't see those as not important things to do. There is good stuff. And, and there's, there's no need for us to uh, not focus on one place or another. We're focusing on the whole school. We are developing our plans for the whole school. There are improvements at both levels that we will continue to make. I'm going to go back to the presentation room, and then I think I'll drop out of it. We've got one announcement, which is a student-led project. We've got John Rytel out there. Uh, he's an 11th grade IB student. I spent some time chatting with him today. And... He's he's trying to uh, kind of help us with this, and he's passionate about math. This is his CAS project. He's gathered some other friends together, Jay Gwynn and Zuzana, and uh, they're offering to connect with kids uh, to help them build their love of mathematics, an extension, if you will, Math Warriors, he's calling it. And we're excited about that and other projects that may emerge uh, during this crisis that can help us address that. And I think there's some good things uh, that we can get out of this as we do some cross-divisional collaboration and uh, do some additional things that will help us all uh, get through this time together. Let's see. Everybody's going to be a little bit different in terms of their interaction time. Uh, I think, in essence, you have to be prepared for the fact that not every class or everything is going to be the same. Some of it's going to be age-adjusted. Some of it is going to be subject matter related. Uh, some of it is uh, based on uh, desires to reduce screen time and try to uh, balance things out uh, for kids. So some classes are taking more importance than others in terms of core, ac core academics versus electives. Um, so we're really trying to uh, figure this out and figure out what the standards are. Again, if there's a problem and you feel like something's not right, reach out to us. Reach out to teacher, reach out to principals, reach out to me, and I'll get you to the information or to the way uh, that we want to try to develop things. Um, let's see. I'm going to go back to here, and I think, let's see if there was anything left on the presentation. I'm, back, I'm into the questions phase now, so we can pop out of here and uh, continue with the questions down at the bottom. I'm going to continue to try to struggle with this and, uh, and, and, and try to respond to this as best we can. Um, the, the assignments that are coming from school um, is, is something, again, that you have to provide some degree of oversight on. Um, we aren't there in the room, and so we can't do this without parent partnership. I know that many of you are also working from home. You're also teleworking. Uh, you may have multiple kids. You have other responsibilities. We know that. We're all in the same boat. Uh, over 40% of my staff have their own children at home and yet are still teaching every period of the day and connecting with kids and doing the best as they can. So please try to understand we're all in this same boat together and we need you because you have to be aware of what your kids are doing and be able to support them and monitor them. We chose the synchronous mode so that we could keep that degree of connectiveness with basic time blocks built into the day. Uh, we're trying to do it as best we can, but we can't do it without you. You have to be there, and you have to be helping us. And the younger the child, the more help you're going to have to provide. There's no way around that. Um, and it's not going to be a full day. Remember that even when they're at school, 
They've got recess time. They've got play and free exploration time. That's normal and appropriate for elementary age kids. And then lunch time. And then uh, specialists and single subjects. So the actual class time is something that will about even out. But it's not meant to be on this tight schedule. We want to make sure that it's balanced. And we want to make sure that the integration of home and school activities is very connected. There is no difference now in terms of that integration between home and, and school. We've always had that, and I, and I value that point. But it's different now because of the way in which we're delivering those activities that doesn't really have the school part. It's easy for us to give the activities, but generally it takes a lot more work on the other end of the screen for parents and kids to talk and discuss and develop what they're doing. So it's, it's different in that you're not here for part of the time in order to embrace the dialogue and the deep discussion of those school activities that are connected to home activities. And so it's important to keep thinking about it, to keep feeding it back, uh, to look at the incremental ads as places where we can address some of those issues and and then continue to support it. And, and this will continue to expand and grow and develop. We are a community. ASW is a community. And how much we hold on to that and embrace that will improve our ability to come back and, and reconnect with that feeling that makes us ASW warriors. It's very important um, that we, we stay connected on that. Um, hearing comments about language and English and fluency, I get it. I understand that about parents who are not fluent English speakers. It's, it's probably hardest for you. And we've talked about that today and trying to figure out how we can do more. And that's where Zoom will come in. The actual connection with teachers uh, will help to mediate that, improve that. Uh, we're hopeful that it will add a component that rounds out the rough edges and increases uh, the degree to which we can support you as well as your kids. And we're going to be looking for opportunities where you and your child can sit side by side and talk with a teacher or a learning support or an EAL. Um, and that's going to come. And, and so look for that coming Monday and then uh, give us some feedback on that on the Tuesday survey as to how you think that's going. Other questions that are coming up, add more to this, and I'm trying to keep up with it as best I can. Um, early learning is really challenging. You know, the three, four, and five-year-olds, uh, we know that it's very hard for you at home to keep them engaged. Um, a, a message that I sent uh, suggested that for those kids, you really have to be concerned of and aware of how much they're aware of this tension that surrounds them. And so we really want you to just spend a lot of time cuddling and hugging with them, to be quite honest. Um, let's try to make sure they're supported and that they're not concerned about academics. And another word on academics, no matter what happens here, no matter how long we are out, when your kids come back, we'll take care of them. They're all in the same place. There's no difference between any of the members of our community. We are all locked down right now. And so while we're keeping things going, please know that when they're back, we'll meet them wherever they're at. We will close the gaps. We will make sure that they are ready and that they are, they are taken care of wherever they end up at. And we'll get them back on track. That's our, that's our challenge in a situation like this. When an emergency like this comes up and puts us into a difficult position like this, in a place where we don't feel comfortable, where we're not uh, uh, in our in our zone in terms of working with kids. So just help us here, and then when we get the kids back, we'll all be on the same page together in taking care of those kids at all levels and making sure they're on the right path. And that's true of our seniors all the way down to our three-year-olds. We're, we're mustering everything we can to make sure every kid is covered and deal with, first and foremost, the emotional wellness, the stability, the predictability, answering the questions that need to be answered, and keeping a general uh, flow of learning going on, even if it can't be the same as being in the classroom. Um, it's very, 
I want to just, there was something about PE activities, and I do think PE teachers and single subjects are pushing things out. Watch for those. Let me know if you're not seeing that. I do know the PE classes at the upper level are doing lots. Uh, I, I know that at lower level they're doing some as well. Uh, so we're, we're really hoping that you'll give us feedback on that after this week is over. And hopefully next week we'll ask a question or two about PE and other kinds of things. Um, and no, we don't intend PE to just be uh, reflections. We intend them to be active activities. In fact, um, there was a wonderful video of, uh, of a kindergarten girl and a father setting up a, um, a face, uh, excuse me, an obstacle course. And that was an extension on a morning activity that was suggested by the teacher. And so again, this is where the parent partnership comes in, is finding ways to do uh, structured activities with your kid that are physical. And our PE teachers will begin to uh, suggest those. They'll begin to give you ideas of things to do. And they'll be asking for then feedback from kids. What did you accomplish? What did you do? How many times? What kinds of things did you do to stay well? Goes right along with our theme of balance and balanced learners. I know uh, balance for first graders was talking about what they're eating, what the active activities they were doing, screen time, reading, those kinds of things. Um, those things can be done, and it's those activities that are wrapped around it that help make that real for kids. Um, we've got a question here about same time, school hours start at the same time for ES and upper school. Actually, we kept it disparate because we were hearing from parents about all the kids on internet at the same time. So we figured that half hour difference was still sustainable. And know that elementary is watching that video anytime shortly after 8.30. It's not a hard and fast. So please know that you have some flexibility there in order to uh, get into that mode. And we're doing, differentiating the time still because we don't want all the kids on at the same time. Um, so that's, that's why the start of the day is important and why we want to give elementary a little bit of a focus before the upper schools um, head to their computers to get online. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not sure about some of these comments and what you mean, so I may have to ask follow-up questions. Uh, books like social studies and science books, really hard right now. We were considering a, a library approach and we're trying to get a handle on that. Uh, but right now with the regulations the way they are, there's just nothing that we can do. Um, of course, parents, uh, you know, whatever you've got that you can utilize. Um, and there are many online resources. We suggested virtual museums. Uh, we'll send links for those kinds of things. I know many of those things have already been sent out in various classrooms. Um, but, you know, you just have to kind of think about this as look for resources. Look for things you and your kid can do together. Look for things that they can do independently and build independence in them. But be that oversight. Be that, uh, that coach for them to continue developing. Uh, let's see. Um, there's a question here. Do you mean we have vacation doing nothing academic and not bothering of that? In U.S. schools are closed till summer vacation. What then? Six months vacation? No. Um, again, individual states, individual places, um, individual municipalities. I can't speak to what they're choosing to do. We have the resources and capability to keep our learning going, and we're not giving up on this. So in, uh, in states and, and countries and other places, we really can't speak to that. Um, that's not us. We feel like we can handle this and we can meet or beat what schools throughout Southeast Asia have done. And that's one of our main resources is we're using schools around the world who've already been in virtual school for an extended period of time. And we're doing, in many cases, far more than many other schools out there in terms of our interaction and our incremental approach and the things that we're adding regularly. So um, just know that. But what I'm saying is, is because we're doing this, there's no uh, policy requirement for us to extend the school year. And there's no reason for us to extend into summer at this point. And we're still planning on starting and, and beginning our year next year in the same way we always would. The calendar is still in place. 
until we're told differently. And then that's the piece where we don't have control. Um, so yeah, I, 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 this calendars and schedules, we just don't know yet. I mean, we're, a lot of us are crystal balling right now and we just don't have a good idea of what's gonna happen or where it's gonna happen. Uh, thanks for all the thanks here, the things that are doing, everything's great. Um, so a great point here, uh, Amazon, and I actually didn't know this yet, so thanks for sharing. Um, at Audible has been opened up for uh, books and audio stories for children, and that's a great resource. I listen to audiobooks all the time. Uh, they're great. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a wonderful opportunity to take a look at all of these different services that are being added for free. And I think uh, that's worth looking at and how you uh, keep the kids in books, regular turnover books, just like you were coming to the library so that there's lots of things that they can be doing. And we have audio books in our library as well. And so audio, audio stories are not unknown to the kids. They already know about this. So adding it to their laptop, tablet, or using a phone is perfectly appropriate. And I think that's worth doing. I thank you for the validation there. Don't feel the problem about academics or being behind as most of the world is in lockdown. Yeah, we're all in this together. And we will uh, get through this. I know we will. Uh, let's see. Materials that you can print for your kids. Uh, very possible. Uh, again, if there's a need for that, we'll figure out how to get some things out to you. Um, we can certainly help with that. I think you'll see more of those things coming, uh, again, both through Seesaw as well as through Flipgrid. And kids may be coming to you saying, hey, mom, I need to print this or I need to do this. And I know that some of that is happening out there already. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Thank you for that. I wish I had a direct line with the Polish president too, but not right now. I'm, I have more enough to do on my hands. Um, and thank you again. It's really hard for all of us, and we are all in this together. Um, you know, I, I, I do appreciate the comment here about calm. It is important for us uh, to remain calm in difficult times. That was the source of my uh, Winston Churchill quote this morning. I've got a few others up my sleeve that will be coming in the coming days. Uh, but it is about finding the calm in the storm. Go back to what I said at the very early stages of this. I think I wrote this out um, in Zimplicity. It, we can control ship and sail. We cannot control wind and wave. Wind and wave is not just the virus. Wind and wave is also the changing attitudes, the fear, the stress that kids are feeling. That's also wind and wave. It's hard to predict. It's, it's pretty easy to monitor, and you can watch your kids, and you can learn from them and understand what their moods are. Uh, but it is definitely um, not anything you can easily predict. And so being aware of how important it is to uh, deal with the emotional state of our kids is vitally important in all of this. Um, I think I wrote it somewhere else and I've heard it written by others, so it's not something that was really new to me. But this idea that the kids will remember how they felt during this time, but they won't remember the activities that they did. Those memories will be very, uh, very small. But the feelings, the emotion, um, what they feel, the stress or the happiness or the nurturing uh, in the home, those are the things that they will remember. Uh, those are the things that they will carry with them throughout life. And we're all going to look back on this time and remember this uh, with varying degrees of angst and, uh, and also pride at our resilience and being able to hold on to things. So um, we'll, we'll get there. Um, yeah, I've got, I don't worry about Churchill. I don't use him all the time. And so I'll definitely quote some others besides Churchill. It just hit me this morning that it was a really good one. And so I pulled it up. <laughs> Let's see. We've got the layer cake analogy and approaches taken to ease the kids in. Um, this is, you know, it, don't, don't rush us. Let us take this day by day. And I think this will come out very well in the final conclusion. Yes, don't lose the forest for the trees. Uh, 
Oh, gosh, lots of comments back and forth between you. I'm not going to hit all of these. <laughs> Thank you for the dialogue that's going on here. Um, let's see. Uh, you're all just uh, jumping in and saying the same thing I'm saying. Let, let's, let's calm. Let's all do deep breathing exercises. Let's do mindfulness. Uh, let's, uh, let's think happy thoughts. Uh, whatever works for you. Uh, but we are going to need to take more time together. Um, the best videos that I've seen are, are videos of parents with their kids and kids nestling into their chin and, uh, and just spending that important time in a parent's lap. I do honestly think those are the most important things. And let's, let's get our heads around this. Um, I don't know what this question is about, but did the teachers in a professional way explain the uh, coronavirus? Um, in the time we had available to us, there were dialogues at age-appropriate levels um, to discuss the coronavirus. Um, we also talked a lot with the kids in those last three days as the decision came down about the closing of school and why that was important. Again, age-appropriate and not in every classroom, but certainly at the upper end, there was lots of dialogue about this. So, yes... It is something we talked about, but we didn't have a lot of time. We were in transition mode. We were trying to make sure we had things in place for kids before they walked out the door. We had some that were coming to our gate to pick up last-minute things. So I don't know if, you if we had the robust uh, dialogue in classrooms about what it means, coronavirus, and, and what the implications of it are. Um, but, you know, it is hard for kids to understand it. Even if we did talk to them, particularly at the youngest age levels, it's very hard for them to understand. Their sensibilities of things are very black and white. And so it's going to be very difficult for them to understand this. Um, there's some shout outs for some teachers here and I appreciate that. Teachers are probably tuned in on this and watching that with pride. Thank you for your messages to them uh, of support and, uh, and positive. For your messages back to me, every day from uh, morning messages, I'm getting three, four messages uh, and more in some days of, of thanks and appreciation uh, for what we're trying to pull off here. But again, we're all in this together. So my thanks to you, to all of you parents out there, to everyone who's stepping up and doing what they can with their kids in order to make it um, as best an experience as we possibly can under the circumstances. And we don't control those circumstances. We do not control wind and waves. So let's keep working on it. And, uh, and we'll keep working on it too. We're taking everything that you're telling us to heart. We're trying to find ways to improve. And we will uh, get things done. Um, we also have uh, 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 staff members uh, who may have been pulled out of country. Uh, we have one staff member who was home on compassionate leave. Uh, who's desperately trying to uh, get back to Poland, but all of them are virtually working with their kids online now and uh, matching our synchronous time schedule to the degree that they can. So uh, thank you for the shout out to the high school teacher who is managing the time difference and keeping the lessons as amazing as always. It's wonderful. Um, and yes, big shout out to the ASW Foodies page. We've got a cooking source for doing all the different things that we're doing in, uh, in the home, uh, different ways of, of sharing meals and things that we can do. We, we, our comfort thing is food, everybody. This is the most important site that's been created in a long time. And I'm going to start contributing recipes and some of the things that I'm doing. So let's, let's, uh, let's keep working on the foodies page and get more recipes up there. I particularly love the pumpkin bread the other day. Thanks for sharing that one. That was a good one. Um, there was some anxiety management with some high school advisories. Thanks for that. Um, counselor is available. Somebody's talking about third graders and, you know, any kids, whether it's third grade or any other grade, counselors are available. Look and seesaw. There's a beautiful post by our counselors about how to get in touch with them and how to get resources for talking to your kids. So please, please reach out to the counselors. It'll be an important aspect of, 
of, of your help and support going forward. And they're there for you at all levels. And that's, that's from elementary all the way up to high school. They're all online. They are all ready to help. I know middle school's got popcorn uh, gatherings and Google Meet for the kids. And I know that uh, there's a Google Classroom for Ask Anything. I know that the guidance counselors are, are milling up, are starting to schedule appointments with, I think, seniors right now for end game planning. So there's lots going on in the counseling department across the school. So please reach out to them. They're there. They're ready to help you in any way that they can. And yes, recipes for practicing fractions. That's brilliant. That's exactly the kind of ideas we want to see popping up here. It's wonderful. And we just got to keep working on that stuff and coming up with things. And we need more obstacle courses in backyards or bedrooms where kids are showing what they're able to do and following things through. We need more building and constructing. We need more tents and living rooms to camp out and read together. These are things that we need to do in this time. That's how you make it comfortable for kids. Come up with new ideas. Share them here. Share them everywhere. Share them on this channel. Um, we just need to keep working together. If you've got individual things of concern, reach out to the principal and to me. We are here. Email us. We follow up on every message. I've answered every message I get within 15 to 20 minutes, with only a couple of exceptions. I missed a couple, and I got back to them the next day. Um, but really, we want to serve. We are your primary points of contact. Call principal, call me, call anybody. Um, don't worry about availability times with uh, teachers and counselors. Um, they, they, the seesaw is, is asynchronous in that you can post or you can email outside of those hours. They'll connect with you. They'll come up with a plan. They'll figure something out. So don't worry about rules or, or disconnects. We can handle that. More food ideas. <laughs> and it, again, if you did it at one level and you didn't get an answer, come to me. That's what I'm here for. You know, I'm here every day. I'm going to keep my hand on the rudder of the ship. Send me an email. Explain the issue. I'm happy to interact with you and work with principals and teachers and come up with whatever we need to to help support you. That's how we're going to round out the curve on that support question. How we're going to address the, 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 the percentage, that, that, that sliver of a percentage that feels like they need more support. Please give me as much information as you need to for me to help you uh, take on your problem. We are going to do this. And we're going to handle any problems that you have. But email us individually. Let us work with you as people. And I'll reach out on the phone. I'll call you back if I can't do it in email. We will do whatever we need to do to make sure that everything is going well. So just reach out to us. We're here. We have lots of people that are dedicated to making sure we address all of your needs. Okay, I think I, I my problem here in the chat window is I see Facebook user. I don't see the names in the chat window of who's doing. So I have to kind of keep my head on both places. And so there's lots of email going back and forth. So please just check the chat, see what you need, at reach out. Uh, administrators are online in the chat window right now. They're punching things out as well and trying to respond to people directly and replying to your threads too. So they're all here. Everybody is here and ready to help. They are really working hard to come up with uh, solutions for you and, and also here to hear your praise for the things that are going well and to take the feedback that we can use to improve and incrementally uh, add things to what we're doing. Okay, Carolina, thank you. John's initiative. I think I'm going to put that back up on the screen one more time, and then I'll have it in tomorrow morning's message. He has created a Facebook group for this, so don't worry about trying to read that link really quickly, and don't click on it because it's not going to work. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let I'll have this in your hands tomorrow so that you can connect on it. Okay. All right. Um, something about a school policy not allow students to register videos of classes. Um, that's an acceptable use policy. So recording classes 
and posting them outside of the school domain has always been inappropriate for our acceptable use policy. We do expect kids to follow the AUP and use technology and our platforms for their learning. That's the thing that's most important. Um, you know, it's just, it's just about helping and connecting and making sure we keep you abreast of things. Uh, we've got a question about um, ES school and absent. Um, nothing. We just mark it as an absence. And if we see that there's uh, an extension of absences, we reach out to you. We want to make sure that everything's okay. It's just a way of making sure that we're keeping the rhythm of school going. And so we're checking attendance and I'm reporting that attendance out to you each day to make sure um, that we're staying informed during a crisis situation. So if a student is marked absent because they didn't uh, watch or they weren't able to participate on a given day, that's okay. Again, we're not holding to very strict and, and hard rules here. We're trying to develop things and we're trying to uh, make sure that everyone is, uh, is supported and communicated with and, and taken care of. Um, so keep working on it. Keep, keep coming back and connecting with us. Are there other questions? I'm running up about 56 minutes now. Um, and this is our usual time frame. If there are other questions, go ahead and throw them in the comments and I'll think I'll try to finish things up here. Okay, I'm going to go back over to my screen for just a moment and uh, escape out of this and just remind you that our key website for information um, and uh, and um, and what we're doing in our various classrooms is here. This is our virtual learning at ASW. Uh, you can access this directly or through PowerSchool. So PowerSchool will take you to it. You've got sections here for elementary, upper. You've got general policies and guidelines. There's that re responsible use policy that I was talking about earlier. So you can review that. Our handbooks are here. The virtual learning guides are here and they're updated regularly to make sure make sure that everybody has the information that they need. Um, there's a question about uh, PYPX under these conditions. That's going to come out through teachers. So look for that from the PYP coordinators and teachers. Um, they're going to give you more details on PYPX and, and what we may or could do. Uh, but the planning for it should continue on, and I know that that's incorporated into things. Um, the, there's some answers to the absence question, so I'm not going to touch on that. Um, there we go. Uh, that's, I think, probably enough for now. So I'm going to come back online here and say thank you again uh, to everyone for chiming in tonight. Uh, thank you for the questions. Um, and, you know, again, patience, work with your kids, ask. If you don't get something or if you don't see something, reach out to teacher, reach out to principal, reach out to me. And we'll keep working on this. Um, the absences are being dealt with in the normal way. The kids can connect with their teacher, figure out how to get materials and catch up. Everything's at upper school is in Google Classroom. And there's more in Google Classroom now than there has been in the past. So that's really your guide for classes. So let's keep working on this and let's keep discussing this and we'll be able to develop this um, and, and we'll get connected on this. And if the kids are absent, if they're sick for a day, yes, give them the day off and then have them connect with their teachers the next day and we'll get them caught up and make sure that they have whatever materials that they need. Google Classroom's the guide at upper school. Seesaw is the guide at elementary. It's actually much easier for a student to catch up. All right, lots of thank yous coming in, and I want to thank you as well for tuning in tonight. I think we topped 80 at one point, uh, and again, this will go out on uh, Zimplicity Director's Desk tomorrow uh, so that you can watch it again in its entirety and uh, get connected. And so we'll keep working on these things, and, uh, and again, all your feedback and your emails to me, I, I appreciate that. It keeps me connected with you. It keeps the school connected. Our sense of community is what will sustain us. Our core values is what will sustain us. The academic accomplishment uh, will be an antecedent of that. It'll come from that, but really it's more about sustaining the community 
through this difficult and challenging time. I wish you all well. I hope you stay safe and healthy in your homes. Please follow the government regulations and isolation. Um, we are really hopeful that we can all work together to get through this in short order and as soon as possible. Um, have a wonderful remainder of your evening and the rest of your week, and I'll be back here again on Facebook Live next Wednesday, same time, 7 p.m., same channel. Uh, I look forward to your questions then and sharing updated survey information with you to see how we're doing as we continue to check. Thanks again for your time this evening, and farewell.